Hi guys, it's Zachariah here, your host of Force Football Facts, and I'd just like to take this moment for the episode to remind you to please leave a like and review on iTunes or any other podcast app you use. That would be great for us. And now, on to the football. Podcast. That's, uh, I don't even know. This is like, it's been tough to watch. I'm not even going to lie. Like, even before <laughs> Dak Prescott got hurt, it was like, man, these teams are just going to shit the bed for the rest of the season. And now it's even worse than I had imagined. So, you know how bad it is? There's a, there's a single division where every team has more wins than every team in the NFC East. And there's another division where the lowest team has as many wins as your number one team. Yeah, just bring us into the show. <laughs> Hi, guys. Uh, welcome back to Force Football Facts. I'm your host, Zachariah, and with me, as always, is Colby. Hello, I am here, as always. And still missing, but he'll be back soon. It's not Well, it is Tyrell, but he's not here, so it's not Tyrell. Yeah, so I've been thinking. So, so for those who don't know, Tyrell, he uh, he works for the forestry service as a firefighter in uh, Montana. And I believe he, where, where is he now? He's in Arizona. That's what. He, that's the last thing he said. Yeah. Yeah. Last time we heard from him, he said he's headed down to Arizona. So, uh, keep him in your thoughts and prayers, or whatever the hell you do. Uh, but uh, yeah, is it really technically forced football facts if we're not forcing someone to give us facts about football? I get I force you to give me facts. Yes, but I, I, I can make it seem like I know something about Tyrell. <laughs> Tyrell Tyro very often makes it seem like he knows something. Yeah, yeah. He said it, with such confidence that Lamar Jackson was a horse. Yeah, he did. He really did. It was wild. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's just hard to tell him he's wrong. Is it though? Could we be doing a we doing a good deal? Yeah, I said it was hard, not impossible. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. That's fair. So, well, I mean, I thought it was pretty easy. Yeah, no, it is. It is actually. I mean, we wouldn't have made this podcast if it was difficult to tell him he's wrong. Yeah, exactly. What kind of, kind of friends would be me? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Also, if you're a first-time listener today, thank you for tuning in. Uh, follow us on all of our multiple social media accounts. And, uh, yeah, give us uh, insights. Tell us what you think of this episode. Cool, cool, cool. So do we want to just jump in? I'll, I'll tell you guys the scores as we go. It doesn't need to be at the beginning. We'll uh, intersperse them as we go. But Odell, you see what happened to him? Yeah, torn ACL. He is out for the season, which kind of stinks because I feel like he was finally starting to play well for the Browns. Um, I don't know. I want to say he's going to be sorely missed, almost as sore as his knee is going to be. <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you that's why that's why i get paid to be here uh, but uh i don't know i feel like landry could probably pick up some of the slack they they've probably got some good wideouts there i mean with uh with baker mayfield throwing five touchdowns a game uh you know i don't think there's much you can complain about in the way of wide receivers in depth you know he, he could probably pick up some of that slack as well yeah i mean they have a bunch of good players uh he threw multiple touchdowns to whoever this h bryant is I don't know who that is. Yeah, never heard of him. Uh, this is the best part about football for me is just, you know, next man up, you get to learn new names. Hooray. Uh, Harrison Bryant, Rashid Higgins, 
Donovan People Joes and Jairus Landry, Kareem Hunt, and David Njuku all got catches last game. Huh. Harrison Bryant. Yes, I remember. He was the uh, 17th president of the United States. I, uh, who? No. Uh oh. <laughs> it was a. That was a joke, but... Uh, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number two, then, on the docket. Uh, while everyone is laughing at Daniel Jones for not finishing a run, he topped out at 21.23 miles per hour on that long run, and that was the fastest top speed by any quarterback on a run since 2018. And yes, that includes all of Lamar Jackson's runs. That's not too shabby. Uh... But all of the gifts and memes that have come out of him falling down have been so worth it. So worth it. I don't, I don't <laughs> it's not even just that I'm a Washington football fan. It is that anyone who loves football and has watched him eat shit on that run has laughed like a little girl, whether you want to admit it or not. <laughs> so how fast is that? Do you have any frame of reference? Uh, doesn't Usain Bolt run like 24 miles an hour? Or uh, his highest speed ever is 27.78 miles an hour, but his average speed over the 100-yard dash is 23.35. Yeah, 100-yard dash is the one where you got to jump over the, the hurdles, right? On your hands. Yeah, it's like a handstand race that you're jumping over hurdles. Wait, what? On your hands? What? When has this ever happened? Wait, were you not joking? I was, I was being serious. The hundred-yard dash where you run really fast in a straight line. Oh wait, so why does he go slower on that? No, no. So his top speed, because you can't maintain a top speed the whole time. His top speed between meter sixty and meter eighty is twenty-seven point seven eight, but his average speed is twenty-three point three five. So yeah, his top speed is way higher than anyone in the NFLs. Oh wow! So Daniel Jones was still two miles per hour slower than Usain Bolt. Uh, Average. And you, I I just love watching that, and I'm just gonna break it down for you here real quick. Just watching it, and you can see him running, and then as he's getting to the point where he's about to start tripping, it's just like <laughs> when you see a car just start shaking. And then, like, the tires fall off the sides. Like, his legs just kind of look like they're turning into noodles. And, like, flopping. Oh, uh, what man, happened? Did, just great. did his upper body get in front of his lower body? Like, his legs were just not moving fast enough? He was like, oh, we can hit 22 miles an hour. And legs were like, nah, today. <laughs> no, I have no idea. I think, honestly, he was running. And he was just, like forgot he was playing football and he was like oh my god why are these men chasing me and he just was trying to get out of there as fast as he could and just he, just, he gets halfway down he gets like to red zone he's like holy fuck it's like 30 yards already 30 yards longer than i've ever run before in my life <laughs> yeah. but you know it's also good that he did that uh, one thing i will say about football stay in your lane he's not a mobile quarterback and you know he's almost in the end zone he realizes Oh, yeah, crap. I'm not allowed to do this. And he just falls down, which is what you should do. And that lesson applies to life, too, friends. So don't forget. Yeah, so the fastest foot speed in the NFL last year was 22.3 miles per hour. Who was that? Matt Breida. <clears throat> Matt Breida on the 49ers. Oh, the uh, the running back. Or no, yeah. wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Matt Breida. Huh. 
That's uh, that's pretty dang good. What can you give me, Derek Henry? Can you give me his top speed? Because I I know he's not a fast man, but God, I just I feel like getting hit by that guy is like getting hit by a car. Um, twenty one point six two on his ninety four yard touchdown run a week ago, or a week and a half ago. Wow. So wait, twenty one. Wait, how much? Twenty one point six two faster than. Daniel Jones. Man. Okay. Huh. So then was that was the Eagles defense just really slow? What do you mean? Well, because I feel like a corner could definitely catch up to Daniel Jones. I it, he was running pretty fast. Also he had a <clears throat> it's hard to turn around and start running. He had a head start. So like he was even with them. He was already at full speed and they were trying to rev up. So you have to like rev out the full speed on catch him. Yeah, it is. It look even if they're not fast, he's still a world class athlete. So great, he did almost outrun everyone on the field. He oh. who's tackled by himself. So <laughs> you ever see that picture of Eli Manning at the beach, like during one of his last seasons? Yeah. You think he could have ran that fast? Nope. Nope. Definitely not. <laughs> uh. I don't think he would have tried. There's no possible way they would have run a, on a quarterback draw for Manning from the first <laughs> and 10 in their own end zone or their own red zone. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn it. I wish I hadn't even brought it up because now that's all I want to see is Eli Manning <laughs> trying to run a quarterback draw. <laughs> hey, they did beat the Giants. Oh, no, they uh, did lose, actually. Right? Who won that game? Uh, the Eagles won that game. Yeah, by, uh, by one point, right? 22-21 or something? Yep. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Man, that's why they pay you the big bucks. They don't pay me anything. It's really unfortunate. Yeah, and on top of that, who is they? I guess, are, we technically are they. So Yes, we, uh, they, pay us, them, the big bucks. I think you're right. <laughs> but, <laughs> but we, they, don't actually pay us, them, anything. It's a real, we should have revolt against our bosses. Who yeah, is us? I, I say we go on strike <laughs> until we start paying ourselves. It's a great idea. That's that's how you get money from a podcast. You strike until they start paying you. Yes. So you heard it, all five of our listeners. If you don't <laughs> start paying us money, we will go on strike and you will never hear from us again. <laughs> yeah. No, that would be un, un, unsmart. Unwise. Yes. Yes. Very, very <laughs> unsmart wise. <laughs> Oh, do you want to talk about how bad the AFC East again, NFC East is again? That's my I favorite would, part of the show. I would definitely like to talk about how bad the AFC East is. I don't even really So read that tweet. Damn it. All right. Uh, from Trey Wingo? Is that, am I assuming that? Mm-hmm. Anyway, from some guy named Wingo. Uh, how inexplicably bad is the NFC East? Question mark. Once... The Dallas loss becomes official. The Eagles will become the first team since the 1970 AFL-NFL merger to lead a division after Week 7 with two wins or fewer, per at Elias Sports. In other words, we've reached peak historic dumpster fire levels. Uh, ooh, ooh, and there's there's a there's a, another part of this. This has a little extra part. Through six games, the Philadelphia Eagles, who are 1-4-1, one, led the NFC East in point differential at minus 34. 
Oh god. I'm sorry. I just threw up in my mouth. Just a little. That was last bit. week. It's it's slightly better this week. It's minus thirty three. Oh, good. Yes, that one point. That's uh, that's your Hall of Fame point right there. If you di- they didn't get that one point, no one would ever talk about them again. But yeah, they're minus thirty three. Well, actually, the Washington Football Team leads the division right now, and points difference. What? What is it? Minus thirty two. <laughs> Best team <laughs> in the entire NFC East. Uh it's it's a good feeling, really. It, it's good, you, you're not first though. You're very clearly in second. We're first where it matters, baby. Point differential? Come on. Look at that. Look at that minus 32. You think minus 33 is good? Let me let me tell you. All the babes. Your defense just... has also been the best. Your offense, pretty sh- pretty bad. You guys almost have the exact same points for as the New York Giants. That is pretty bad. Yeah. And you guys have, what, 30 and 40 less points for than the Eagles and the Cowboys, respectively. Well, I mean, if you want to nitpick, you know, we're not the greatest team, right? you know, but we're, yeah, we're, we're pretty terrible. We're currently not even the greatest team of the dumpster fire teams. Hey, we're better than the Jets. But they're not the dumpster fire teams. The dumpster fire teams exclusive to the NFC East. Oh, well. Yeah, the, I don't know. the AFC East at least has the Bills. Hmm. I still stand by my idea that all the best teams in the NFL should have their own playoffs and all the worst teams in the NFL should have their own playoffs. And all the worst teams, uh, whoever wins the the worst team Super Bowl should be allowed to get one last wild card slot. Or just get like an extra pick at the end of the first round. Oh, that's even better. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's do that. <laughs> Let's do that. Call up Goodell right now. <laughs> what, you're going to get the top eight teams? Or the bottom eight teams? And whoever wins that, or like the bottom four? How many games? Two? Three? Six? Give them a, give a bye to the... the hmm. No, you can't give a bye. It's got to be either four or eight. Yeah, I would, say, I would say the four worst teams. And that way, like, teams that are like 0-16 or something like that, they like have a reason to actually try and win to get that extra pick. No, but see, but then that wouldn't that wouldn't make sense because then you'd be giving an extra pick to a team that's technically better than the other three worst teams. Yeah, but it gives it gives uh something to play for at the end. Yeah. Yeah. So I, we, we'll 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 uh, pound out the ideas and get back to you on this one folks uh good idea because a, la- a last wild card spot would be absurd what, what what happens if the 0 and 16 jets somehow what about what happens when the 0 and 16 jets play the 1 and 15 giants and the giants don't want to sh- play so the jets win that game and the jets win the next game because someone got hurt so what are you gonna put the jets against the against the chiefs in the first round of the playoffs yes <laughs> <laughs> Then you're just giving one team like a super easy win. Look, I didn't say I didn't say it was a watertight idea. I just said, you know, for uh, yeah, they're just I'm just tired of <laughs> the season ending when the season ends, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Well, at uh, least you get to watch good teams play every week. Yeah, 
after the season ends, I mean. I still haven't decided if I prefer watching good football teams play and like it being a good game uh, or if I prefer just watching the Washington football team lose because it's still my team. And so like I still get to root for them, whereas I don't have any stake in in a game with, you know, two good teams because the Washington football team hasn't been good in like 30 years. (laughs) Essentially. Well, they've never been good technically as the football team. That. You're right. What what did they used to be called? What was that? What was that name? Uh, you wanna you wanna say that real quick? R E D S K I N S. Fuck. All right. Yeah. I'll I'll let you have that one. But only <laughs> only if you read the next news article in in a funny voice. <clears throat> the New York Jets had four yards of total offense in the second half. That was yeah, that was good. That was I could tell that was a lot of effort for you. Uh <laughs> <laughs> they uh they also scored the only touchdown of the game and still lost by eight points. Yeah, can you can you explain to me? Because uh I haven't heard much news about it, but why was Sam Darnold back in instead of Flacco? Is it was Sam Darnold hurt the past few weeks or uh no, he was just doing bad. Oh. And then Flacco's also doing really bad. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because I feel like Sam Darnold has way more upside than uh, <laughs> than Joe Flacco. Yeah, the uh, Jets the Jets scored the first ten points of the game, and then the Buffalo Bills proceed to kick two field goals per quarter to finish the game out. Yeah, that's right, because it was eighteen to ten, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they scored the first ten points in the second quarter. The uh, Bills just started kicking field goals like the job depended on it, which it did. I will say that is uh, the one major difference I've noticed between uh, the Bills and, say, a team like the Ravens is the Bills uh, can have, like, a great, awesome game. Um, but then they also have these games where it's like, man, how, how did how did you only score 18 points on the Jets? The Jets are awful. And how are you ever down to the Jets, you know? <laughs> like, it, it just doesn't make sense. But um, – at the well, same time, I guess you could the, say any given Sunday. Last so. three weeks for the Bills have been pretty, pretty not good. Yeah. They've scored yeah. 16 points against the Titans, 17 points against the Chiefs, and now 18 points. So 19 points against the Patriots? How do you get to 19? Safety? Uh, um, safety, two touchdowns and a field goal? Yeah, I mean, that would get you to 19, but it's got to be an easier way. Uh, right? One eight touchdown. Points. Well, eight, yeah, eight points and three field goals. So yeah, yeah. a two-point conversion and a touchdown and three field goals. Hmm. I don't know. This, this is kind of like – I don't think we ever talked about this before, but in my opinion, um, you got to look a lot at the quarterbacks, right? So the Bills, I say – I would say Josh Allen, he is a running quarterback. And then I would say Lamar Jackson is a quarterback who can run. If that makes sense. I mean, it makes sense. I don't know. Why do you say it that way? Well, because, you know, part of uh, the Bills offense is that they use their quarterback in a lot of designed runs. And it's not that and it's not that the Ravens don't do that. But I would say Lamar Jackson's legs are. He's more of a Michael Vick 
and Josh Allen is more of an RG3. Both offenses work, but Josh Allen's offense is more a direct result of him being able to run just as well as the running back, whereas Lamar Jackson can pass that shit all the way down the field, up and down to Mark Andrews, and he's got a ton of weapons, but it also helps that he can run. Yeah, I mean, Josh Allen does have digs, and he does have a, a rocket. I think his arm might be stronger than Lamar's. <coughs> hmm. Well, then I guess we'll just have to chalk it up to... Tyrell, thoughts? Uh, I'm Great insight, right Tyrell. Now. Great insight. I love yes. it, man. He's oh, a, he likes Lamar cool. Jackson, the horse. Yes, I said, yes, yeah, no, That makes sense. He likes horses. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so... Yeah. Next. Yes, next, next. Um, More talk and slack about your team. Oh, yeah. Cowboys (laughs) quarterback Andy Dalton took a shot to the head. He's down. Illegal hit. A lot of concern on the field. A card is coming. And rookie seventh-round pick Ben DiNucci will make NFL debut. I assume this came out during the game? Yep. Yep. Um, DiNucci, uh, yeah, he... uh, he didn't come in and exactly win the game uh, for anybody. I will say, we said we we're going to talk about this. It, in my opinion, yes, it was a dirty hit. Uh, but uh, what? I know you're just playing devil's advocate, but what, what is it you were trying to tell me? No, I wasn't playing devil's advocate. I'm saying, uh, yeah, obviously you can't do that to a quarterback when they start sliding, but quarter, like, I was reading a comment that said like quarterbacks need to take the hint from like Kyler Murray who starts sliding way before anyone's even like lowering a shoulder to hit him. Yep. So like a lot of quarterbacks, they try to get the extra yard or two, obviously, because that's what you do, but it also opens you up to like either a late hit or even a legal hit. And if the defender gets down faster than the quarterback, but if you go down an extra two yards, no, no one's going to hit you. So obviously you can't hit the quarterback, but like, like as a pedestrian, you can't you can't just walk across the street willy nilly. Even it, it's illegal to hit someone, but if you get hit, it's gonna hurt. <laughs> yeah, you got you got to look both ways before you cross the street. I mean, sure, the, <laughs> the car is it supposed to is supposed to stop for you, but if it doesn't, you get hit. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Also, side note, um, maybe more quarterbacks would get down faster if defensive players had to wear horns. <laughs> I think you everyone know, would get down faster, don't you think? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're just like you're running, and then all of a sudden you just hear like a train horn, like <laughs> you're like, oh god, you just like dive. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I think a lot of a lot of quarterbacks also have figured out that it's pretty easy to get that late flag thrown, and so I think they sometimes they kind of they wait to get down so they can get that extra 15 yards off the penalty or um, they know yeah or they know people aren't going to hit them because they could go down anytime so they get those extra 3 4 yards because the defensive players almost nervous to hit the guy and take those 15 yards cuz you can't hit him like a normal player when he's yep. sliding yep <laughs> uh, which i think is i think is kind of silly you know, honestly, because what do they always say? As soon as the quarterback is out of the pocket and he can't throw or he's past the line of scrimmage, he is now a runner, and he should be treated as a runner. And if you're going to run, you need to know how to run. Uh, but I don't know. It, it is it is a, a very hard rule to enforce uh, in the same way that I think pass interference can be 
a really hard rule to enforce on certain certain Especially things. at full speed. I mean, it's easy to judge from the TV, but when you're like level with these people and everything's a bang bang play, poof. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's nuts. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I I want to say I want to say uh, John Bostic should have used his head more on that play. Um, I think anyone who dives at someone like that, you know that that's one of the things they teach you in, in football is you know when you dive in for that tackle, don't lead with your head because then you completely lose sight of what you're going after. And that's how that penalty comes up. Uh, you're leading with your head, goes right into his helmet. And look at that. Andy Dalton got knocked unconscious. Maybe he shit his pants, actually. I heard some people saying that. It looked like there was a brown stain on his butt. Could have been mud. Could have been poop. You guys decide. <laughs> <laughs> Use his head more, huh? He should have used his head less now. Uh... Yeah, w- wait, what did I say? <laughs> I, know, you were, <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were making a joke, but I think you weren't. He said uh, he should have used his head more and not dove in head first. And I was like, well, no, he should have used his head less. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. I thought you were making a joke, and I was like waiting for the punchline. And it never came. I was like, oh, he's being serious. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, I just skipped over that pun with absolutely yeah. no intention. Uh, <laughs> But yes, well, you should have used less. You though. should be diving anyway. You gotta wrap up. You dive, you hit someone, like in that Saints game, like in our intro. That guy dove he didn't even look. He just launched his body at the off at Stefan Diggs. And Diggs was able to walk in for a game winning touchdown. A yeah, walk off touchdown. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, it's just nutty. It's just nutty. It's just I think it's just bad coaching at like the junior level or like the college level. You gotta always teach the kids to wrap up and not dive because what you dive then you're on the ground you gotta stay on your feet and wrap up because what you hit him even if you hit him hard enough and he gets knocked back a couple yards he could still be up yeah that's true that's true um and honestly yeah i don't know how do you even how do you look for that as like as a gm in the nfl how do you look for you know a player to be able to you know know when to wrap up and, and stuff like that. Because I know a lot of these guys, and, and the guy who tried to tackle uh, Stefan Diggs in our intro, like you were talking about, um, yeah, he was a safety. And I know a lot of times safeties will just go for the big hit, and they're either trying to knock the ball out or do something like that. And going for the big hit can kind of lose you a tackle. And a lot of times that'll end up giving the other team you know, twice as many yards or a lot of times a touchdown. Yeah, I guess I guess here if you're going to launch yourself if you're the safety and launching yourself at a wide receiver, you're going for a knockout play one way or the other, right? The home run play, either you're gonna like hit him hard, he's not gonna to want to catch the ball in your direction. You might lo- knock the ball loose, but if you miss, it's a touchdown. So I guess it's uh all in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's I mean it's you just kinda I guess you just kinda dip your head down and you pray. I, yeah, I guess I don't know. Maybe it's like the defensive coordinators, like the the bend don't break, or break don't bend, or whatever. Either yeah. either we're getting this ball back or the score touchdowns versus let's hold them to a field goal. Yeah, and and at the end of the day, you know what? We can sit here and try to try to grade players on things like that, but it just comes down to football smarts. You know, like do you understand the situation? Do you know what is at stake? Uh, when you go for that big hit, can you even land that big hit? Like, I, I feel like I don't see many big hitters anymore, unless maybe it's a linebacker on a wide receiver or something. I feel like safeties are a lot more nimble than they used to be. So, 
Just yeah. wrap up. Just wrap up. And and also, Philip Rivers, if you're listening, also you should wrap up. Twelve <laughs> kids is enough. All right. Well, I thought he wanted a football team. <laughs> well, he's got an offense. <laughs> <laughs> Look, they could be two way players. <laughs> yeah, I guess they could. Yeah. Yeah. On high school, the like the best kids always play both directions, so he could have a high school team. Yeah. Hmm. Well, no, but wait, but then what? Oh, I don't want to sound sexist here, but wouldn't you have to have all boys? No. Okay. Good. All right. Fine. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> no, I mean, and usually it's open division. So, if like a woman wanted to join the NFL, she'd be allowed. But if there's like a women's football league, a guy couldn't join that. Like the NBA and the WNBA, it's it's National Basketball League. It's not Men's National Basketball League, so anyone can join it. But the women's is women's only. Hmm. Now, now I just kind of feel excluded. From what? Well, I want to play women's football. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know if you'd make that team, man. Yeah, probably not. If we're being completely honest, I would I would probably not. <laughs> Especially not now. I'm too old. I was literally I was doing leg day today and my wrist started hurting. And I was like, man, I'm fucking hurting my wrist. I'm not even working on my arms. <laughs> Did you see the, the Seahawks game? Oh man. Yeah. Funny funny thing. I had to get up at like five o'clock in the morning to go with Christine to the gym. Uh and the game was still going on here. So yeah, it was. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> um, but wow. So Russell Wilson loses to Russell Wilson Jr., I guess. Yeah, no, the game was wild. Do you see this play? Did you see the highlights? At least read number six. Tell uh, me remember six. that play. Huh. Yeah, DK hawked my ass. <laughs> <Judy Baker. laughs> oh, man. That was crazy. He was like full-on dead sprint. Not to bring up old news, but he kind of looked like Daniel Jones running down the field. <laughs> Who? Metcalf? That's yeah, Metcalf, man. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that was crazy. Like, you ever seen Terminator 2? Yeah. Yeah, you know, like the scene where the second term, I don't even know what you go, the liquid Terminator, he starts like running after the car. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude, that's just what I saw that whole time. He was just like laser focus. It, yeah, remind me of the Julio Jones chase down tackle. I'll show it to you after this show, and I'll put it in the show notes or whatever. But Julio Jones chased down this guy essentially the exact same way as DK did, like 10 yards right. in front. The guy just sprinted. Like, there's not like a defensive player let up or anything. DK Metcalf just like, all right, all right, boys, no touchdown today. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Yeah, no, that was crazy. That and that was a crazy game in general. Um, I don't know. Uh, the Cardinals haven't really decided yet if they want to be a good team or a bad team. Um, but kudos to them for for uh, handing the Seahawks their first loss of the season. So it's re- well, they are second in the division, and the division is the best division in football by far. So yeah, that's right because it's Rams, Hawks. Niners and cards, right? Yeah, and the 49ers are the worst team and they're still four and three. And they lost their defensive player of the year and they lost and they lost their quarterback for two games. Man, that's nuts. And they could still sleepwalk through the NFC East if they were in that division. Oh yeah, I think 
Oh, have we already played him? No. Uh, no, no we still have will. to. I think we have to, don't we? Do you? I don't uh, think we had to. I don't know. Keep talking about something and I'll look up their schedule real quick. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll just talk, pick them. Uh, last week, pick them. Uh, I, we all lost the Titans. I lost the least because I picked them for one. But Colby and Tyrell picked them for three, so that's good. Uh, we all picked the Rams, and Colby and I picked the, the football team. So I got four points. Tyrell has negative three, and Colby had one for a grand total through week seven of the season. I am 11, Tyrell has five, and Colby is finally not negative at zero. Woohoo! Uh, that's all find, that matters. Did you find your schedule? Yeah, I did. So, looks like we have to play Detroit, Cincinnati. We have to play Dallas again. We're playing New York again after the bye. Uh, we have to play Pittsburgh, San Fran, Seattle. And then we finish off the season uh, first the Panthers and then at the Eagles. So, what, you see like three and a half of winnable games uh i say versus i the expected giants. wins just winnable yeah yeah versus the giants <laughs> very winnable uh versus Dallas. the lions versus the lions is pretty winnable i, I don't know man they're not a bad team no they're not bad but uh they're one of those teams we play like once a year and uh we usually hold our own pretty okay versus them okay um Cincinnati might be winnable. Joe Burrow is starting to come into form, so I'm a little worried about that. But Washington has the number one rated pass defense in the NFL. So maybe, maybe, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, versus Dallas, that is kind of an easy win. Uh, <laughs> uh, versus the Steelers, we are going to get a shit on, shit, shit upon. Um Versus the Niners, we will get shit upon. Uh, versus the Seahawks, we will get shit upon. No, it'll be a close game. What? Seahawks like close games. That's like what they're into. Oh, that's the they, they uh, Whatever you want to call it, but that's all they do. <laughs> they, they can only do close games, but they usually pull out a win. It just mm. so happened that Kyler Murray stole Russell Wilson's magic. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was strange. I've never seen... Well, well, I don't know. I've, I don't know that I've ever seen Russell Wilson go up against another mobile quarterback, really, except for RG three, and then RG three tore his ACL. <laughs> so, and I think Russell Wilson took all of his magic from him, because uh, you know Russell Russell Wilson. Um, and here's a bit of conspiracy theory: he's a he's a warlock, and uh, every time he beats a team, he takes that team's most talented players' talent. And, and he eats it um but then we finish out the season against the panthers i think we could maybe beat the panthers uh, teddy bridgewater is pretty good though and uh, cmc will be back yeah yeah and then uh the eagles i think we can win that so yeah maybe maybe three and a half uh four if uh we can beat the Bengals or the lions we just need to beat one of them i think and then you'll be in the playoffs. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and then what? <laughs> um, you get the 18th draft pick unless you somehow pull out a miracle win in the wild card round and get the 24th draft pick instead of a top five, possibly. Yeah, so we'll get an offensive lineman who gets injured all the time and uh, isn't any good. 
And then we'll have another shitty season next year. And Ron Rivera will get fired. And oh, just love it. It's a pattern, really. Um, <laughs> but uh, actually, speaking of Ron Rivera, uh, some news uh, to close us out here. Um, as far as news goes, we'll uh, we'll get into pick him here in a second. But Ron Rivera, if you're listening or if anyone knows him, tell him congratulations from us. He beat the big C this week. Uh, good for him. And, uh, yeah, uh, looking forward to all you have to offer the Washington football team in the future. And hopefully your cancer never comes back. Okay. Congrats to him. Yes. Absolutely. Him. Mm-hmm. It's always good to hear. Yes. Yes, it is. It's always very good to hear. On to pick him. On to pick him. So, uh, yeah, no, since Tyrell's not here, we always ask him before the show what teams he's picking. So the three teams this week are Steelers, Ravens, Raider, Raiders, Browns, and 49ers, Seahawks. Tyrell, technically the rules of this game where you could pick a number between one and three is your confidence he would gain or lose that many points. But Tyrell is obviously not a rule follower. So he has picked the Ravens, the Raiders, and the 49ers all for 10 points. Funnily enough, I actually picked the exact opposite teams. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I picked the Steelers for one, Browns for two, and Seahawks for three. Interesting. Yeah, I'm going to have to say, I think uh, because this is a division game and we know how intense Steelers-Ravens games can be. um, Plus, maybe in my mind, the Ravens have a little bit less to lose you know uh i actually have really no good reason why i think the ravens are gonna win but i I just do i think lamar jackson is gonna is gonna beat uh the pittsburgh steelers and i think the browns are gonna beat the raiders um and then what was that last one 49ers hawks oh yeah seahawks i think seahawks are gonna win that game uh just because 49ers have been real wish-washy lately I and it's a division points, game. Points, 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 points. Yeah. Confidence yeah. intervals, please. Yes. Uh, give me three across the board. Okay. So I have six points up for grabs like every week. Well, except one week. Uh, maybe I did less one week. No. I think every single week I've done six. Hmm. Uh, huh. Tyrell has 30. So he hmm. will either be in the lead or be last there's no there's no other way about it (laughs) all right well uh here's to hoping he's last well hopefully my teams win because i picked all the opposite of his yeah no one gives a shit about your picks i hope i win honestly uh because then i will if if all your team wins that's fine with me tyrell still gets minus 10 yeah but then don't you win well i only get plus four we both but know Tyrell's going to win, right? You'd have plus nine. Yeah, that'd be wild. <laughs> uh, he, I don't get it. He's not even here, and he does better at this than we do. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Well, thank you for listening to Forceable Facts. This has been fun. Week seven is in the books. And we'll see you guys next week. Thanks. Uh, wait, and uh, check out our Patreon. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And, uh, yeah, send us all your feedback, all your memes, anything you'd like. Uh, We love to get things from our fans. And, uh, yeah, we will see you next time.